When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For sport. Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Uh, we are back on deck live from the Karaka Sale, still in book one. We're up to lot 289, which is probably in Captain K's price range at the moment, $40,000. Do you want me to put a bid in for you, Captain K? I can put my hand up. Can put yes, my please. Hand up. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> um, joined us now. This is good, actually. This is someone who is incredibly busy, and it's a massive, well, I was going to say day, massive week. Jack Newman out of Waikato Studies, the current relations manager. So his customers are mares and stallions and the owners thereof. Jack, how big a period of the year is this for your crew at Waikato Stud? Oh, this is a massive time of year for us. It's, uh, yeah, I can't really put it into words. Uh, it's been a, how do you explain it, sort of three-year journey as such, getting them here, getting the clients uh, and our mares especially, uh, all matched up and bred, folding them down on farm and then moving forward to having them in yearling prep and going through all that period. So there's a lot of people involved and this is sort of the, this is the big time where we really showcase what we've got and what we've, all the effort we've put into it. Yeah, I've often said, like people have said, um, when you look at like a tennis player and they've trained and and then they, they get like three hours to prove their worth, your yearlings get two minutes in yep. the ring. Yep. Now if I owned a mare and I contacted you and I said I want to put my mare to your stallion, that phone call starts, how long from that time until it hits the sale? We've got the mare to, to breed as such, so she goes, yep, she's she's cycling, say, September, October sort of time. You want your mare and foal around then. Then you've got your 11, day, 11 months, 12 days gestation. She then foals down. You've then got the whole period building up to there as she's weaned, the foals weaned off her, and then you start your yearling prep. We start our yearling prep around Melbourne Cup time, mm-hmm. so we've been working from then all the way through to now, and now is the result. So, I've got so many questions for you. <laughs> what happens with a foal from when they're born? Take us through sort of the next six to 12 months. So, foals born, there's uh, on, at Waikato Stud, there's someone always watching the mares 24-7 when they're in the foaling unit. Uh, usually two people throughout the night and then one person during the day. We all have radios on and we've always got three people, minimum three people per foaling. So, they're always watched. Mare breaks water, we take her in, we help her foal, uh, do everything we can. Uh, ideally, it's a it's a good foaling, everything's good. Foal's standing within half an hour and suckling and going along. Uh, then she sort of moves towards, we call it the back of the farm as such, where they slowly make their way down as they become older. They join other mares and foals of the like age. Uh, the mares are then scanned again, and if they're ovulating or... Yeah, ready to ready to breed as such. We send them back to the stallion. Mia then hopefully gets in foal. We can tell within 15 days of being bred to the stallion. 
Uh, then the foal, mare and foal, will head to a part of the farm we call Centane, which is where we do our handling and branding and microchipping, getting them all handled in just basic manners so that they're easy to deal with and we can, yeah, look after them as best we can. Getting them used to getting human interaction. Exactly, exactly. Getting them used to just being around people and being led, being touched, having their feet picked up, getting the farrier to them. Uh, just basic basic things that they need to understand as such. And then they're, they're weaned sort of on a few months' time, maybe a month's time or so, especially the first foals around the ones that were born around August. Uh, then we continue handling them, they're rug broken as such, so taught, teach them how to have a rug on for a horse, being a, a prey animal, something jumping on their back is quite scary to them, it's, yeah. it's completely weird, so teaching them that is a big a big thing, and then going on from there, they're in mobs of oh, between three and six, we like to mob them on the farm, uh, handled every six weeks, and then that builds up, we then go through them, we've so, already sort of got a list of what we think which sales these yearlings will go to, uh, weanlings at that stage, sorry, which sales they'll go to, uh, whether we'll keep them, any issues that's sort of coming up that we can see with them. And, yeah, then it comes into yearling prep starts and we're into it and just basic every day they're in the boxes in the morning, they're exercised, they're groomed, they're pampered, they're looked after, they're treated like kings and queens and then <laughs> we get them to Karaka and... Hopefully we've got the best product we, we can create and get them here and all the buyers want to buy them. You, you're breeding spoiled brats. <laughs> <laughs> you've got seven stallions at Waikato Stard. How many mares have you got? Uh, so we personally have a band of around 180 to 200 at any one time. And then we've also got all the other client mares. So it fluctuates very heavily throughout the season. Uh, but there's at least yeah 180 on the farm at any one time. So you deal as client relations. Uh, do you deal mainly with the owners of the mares that aren't on your property? Uh, we have uh, quite a few mares that do live on property full time, uh, specific clients. But then yes, most mares are sort of on their own farms or with other people that have got smaller farms that go, oh, we want to send the send a mare, so the mare will come up August time, sort of in checking whether she's ready to be bred, scanning her. Uh, the vet's always always checking them. We've got teaser ponies out there that are always checking whether the mares are in season and getting them going. Uh, yeah, and that's probably the politest way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and looking at these lots, like, um, say you've... I actually want to open... Here's one, uh, lot 205, so that's already gone, which was which was yours. And it says it's a bay filly, it's a Tavachi um, Galaxy Miss, and then we go... the go through to the, so that's the parents, then you go grandparents, then you go great-grandparents, then you go great-great-grandparents. These mare owners that come to you and say, this is my mare, this is its breeding, what have you got that might match? And do you just have a little round table and say, well, look, um, I think possibly this one's the best one for you, and, and they have a look, and is it, is it like a, a parry and thrust and try and figuring out what the best match is? Yeah, and they generally come to us and they already have an idea of kind of their price range, the stallions that they like, the stallions they think that'll suit, or sometimes they might come and say, I really like your stallions, uh, you guys have great success, this is my mare, what do you think would suit my mare best? And we go off the type of mare, the distances she ran over, uh, her pedigree and her size and match it best as we can with all the stallions and we generally with seven stallions and they're all bred quite differently we can tell which is gonna which is gonna suit and there's a lot of data out there to, to help us and we think we're scientists but we try we try our best. 
Who's, uh, who's your most established stallion and who's your new exciting up-and-comer? Uh, well, Savabeel is definitely uh, our flag bearer, has been for a number of years. He's a award-sweeping sire, as mm. most people would have heard of him. Uh, and then we've sort of got a couple of young boys on the block. Uh, Super Seth's got his first yearlings. There's actually one in the ring right now uh, selling. And so this is his first year of selling. They've been hugely received throughout New Zealand and Australia. He was a Group 1 winner in Australia. Uh, COVID, unfortunately, put an end to his racing career. Um, but Super Seth is very exciting to Vach. He's starting to make very big waves. And then we've got uh, the new boy on the blocks, Novia, Savabeel's son. He won the 2000 guineas down there, uh, down at Rickerton, and he is a spitting image on his father, and we wow. are so excited to see what falls he, he leaves. You're talking about um, someone like Super Seth, first-year sire. No one knows how good they're going to be as a sire. It's a, it's, it's a punt worth taking on first-year sires because he might, he might um, you know, the yearlings that are in here, in a couple of years, they might just go bang. Exactly, and you never know, and that's the game that everyone likes to play. They like that fact that there's a, there's a new sire and they try and match it and try and find what's going to work best with it, and hopefully if we've all done our part with our breeding and our type checking of the mares, then, then we are correct in what we do. So, If you're a buyer, now take your Waikato stud cap off, <laughs> do you look at colts or fillies as a buyer? I look at fillies. Why? There's, uh, I personally uh, breed a few mares as well, so I like the fact that they can race and then I can retain the mares if they've done well on the racetrack or if they've got good pages and then I can breed from them so there's more of a market for me uh, but I'm not a huge big buyer a lot of the bigger clients uh, that buy buy these colts because they want to turn them into stallions and they think, they've, think they're good enough to be stallions and then you've also got your markets of your trade colts and all that sort of, sort of carry on and your ready to runners as well so there's a lot of different markets that's just what I specifically sit in and sort of price per if you've got a, an amazing stallion, uh, you've got a money machine. But there's not many. There's nowhere near as many uh, stallions. Because you, you've got seven stallions, and I think you said they covered a 1,000 mares. Did, uh, we did a 1,000 live covers, so obviously a few mares had to come back a couple of times. But, yeah, just over a 1,000 live covers. Wow. You love your job? Love it. Love it. It's, uh, it's very interesting, very rewarding, very rewarding, uh, and especially seeing these yearlings that we've... We've done we've done our homework on them and seeing how well they've been received. It's it's very cool. What's it like as a job? Like your crew that you work with out at Waikato State? Because you don't turn up and turn your laptop on and figure out what you're going to have for lunch and you know all that. So it's a very different profession. Yeah, it is a it's a very uh, how do you explain it? It's sort of a it is a strange job to a lot of people. I talked to quite a few friends that I went to high school with and stuff, and they go, "What do you do?" And you tell them, <laughs> and they're kind of like, um. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> so racing always been in your blood? Uh, I was originally eventing and show jumping. Uh, grew up doing that and then slowly turned to the racing stable. And yeah, so I've been racing for quite a few years now and breeding in, in the bloodstock. Oh, well, Jack Newman from Waikato Stud has been good enough to share a few minutes with us. Keep an eye on the horse. Beautifully, beautifully presented. Um, so if someone... If someone wanted to get in touch with you guys, like if new people to the industry, do you, do you get many of those calls? Oh, we love them. Mm. Love getting new people into the industry. It's it's awesome. Getting It's such a cool industry to be involved in. There's so many highs in it. It's so exciting. Going to the races and having, even if you're in a small share of a racehorse or, or a small share in a broodmare, it's just so exciting seeing horses go through the ring and seeing your horse 
racing, it's just such an experience. I get goosebumps thinking about it. Like, I love it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just looking at your arms. You've got goosebumps <laughs> now, Jack. <laughs> hey, Jack, um, enjoy the next few days. It's a, it's a tremendous pinnacle for all the work that, um, you know, studs like yourself, and we're so blessed with high-quality studs, high-quality breeding standards. And just looking around here at all the international visitors, we're big news on the world stage, eh? Yeah, it's it's awesome to have the international buyers back like coming into yesterday first day of book one coming into the auditorium and it was full and it's such a good feeling after having a couple of years where it's just been a ghost town as such in the actual auditorium but it's just so good to see all the international buyers back here at Karaka. Awesome Jack Newman from Waikato Stud go well we'll take a break new sport and weather and we will return after that.